When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Hey, here comes something bad. Look out! They need to sucker punch me, you know. Just punch me. I can take it. 11 o'clock, Tuesday morning into the afternoon. It is Domino and Cellini. We are with you until, I don't know, 2-ish, 2-15-ish, 2-20-ish. Just know that between us and Chuck and Chernoff, the show that follows us, you've got over 100 years, over a century, Chris Domino, of sports talk experience in this very town. I just, I can't comprehend it. I just can't. That means we went through the Depression. World War II, Korea, Vietnam, good days, the bad days. A man on the moon, that's crazy talk. You're saying with all our experience, that's sort of the timeline. Well, yeah, if you add it up, we weren't working yeah. together when the man did walk on the moon. But I understand what you're saying. We right. weren't together during the Great Depression or either one of the world wars. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I get the gist of what you're putting out there. Yeah, you, you started it. I'm I just know. trying to clean it all up. I know. I'm just trying to express to people, you know what 100 years is? This is 100 years. There's a woman the other day, I signed a card for her. She's 105 years old. I don't, I don't know what she remembers. She says, thank you, Steak. No, no, no. I, di- I didn't see her in person. I signed a card. Oh. Sometimes, you know. Yeah. I, they I mix us up. I know. All of us bald people. Oh, it's Yul Brenner. No, <laughs> not really. But okay. It's your birthday. My point is, I started to think about all the things that she has, she has seen. Right. Oh, my God. 105 years. That's like crazy talk. That's like signing the peace treaty at World War One. And the ironic thing is there's probably, going at that age, a lot of things you don't remember. That's the. That's probably the thing I, I think that is ironic. There's probably things you don't want to remember. Things you would like Who'd to forget. Who want to remember the Depression? I don't. Not me. Want World to War II? And Listen, I'm glad we, glad we won and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to sort of think back and go, whoa. Yeah, it was touch and go for a, a while. T- what a time What a time I had in 42. But when we first started working together, there was no app. There was barely the Internet. But you can listen now all the time, no matter where you are in the world, via the mobile app. And that is driven to you by Beaver Toyota of Coming and Beaver Direct is the quickest and easiest way to shop for a car online. You've also got 680thefan.com. Peruse, the X-Platform, brought to you by Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort at Matt Lear at Road Dog 680 at Chris Domino at Shalini Nick at 680 The Fan. And it's the X-Platform question of the day. What was your first real pair of sneakers? Now, it wasn't my first pair, but I saw the picture of D. Brown at the mm-hmm. slam dunk contest wearing the Reebok pumps and pumping them up. I did have a pair of oh. those. They did not... Help me dunk, but I had a pair of those. I missed those. So the question is. Not me. I was too old to actually go, watch this. I'm going to pump up my sneakers. Back then I was playing a lot of rec basketball, Mm -hmm. so those were the shoes that I decided to wear. All right. Yeah, again, look, they they suckered you in for another 20. They did. Whatever it was. I don't know how much the technology cost. My guess is not bottled water bad, but, but I'm assuming they were an extra 20 bucks for something that cost nowhere close to 20 bucks. I was a, uh, I was a big Reebok guy. At the time. After that, I wore a pair of black tops. Remember those? You could play outdoors or indoors in the Reebok black tops. Yeah, I miss those, too. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't you were my missing bag. much. That wasn't my bagger scene. 
I got uh, retros on today, right? Uh, yes, those are Adidas, are they not? Yeah. What a, what a name. You're turning back the clock in honor of the X-Platform question of the day. Yeah, yeah. I just Thanks for being a team I, player. I bought them this morning, the 24. I, Amazon. I saw your question at 7. Right. I got on Amazon. They were here at 845. And I don't know how they do it at Amazon, but that's a very real possibility. Does that mean we don't have to listen to dumb songs on the way back in every break? I mean, you could if you want to. Why do I think we're going to hear I'm playing basketball? I'm playing basketball. What about the old Converse Weapon commercials when everybody was I did, rapping? I did say that earlier. Bird ends it with, y'all know what they did for me. I walked away with the MVP. <laughs> I did say earlier, I said, you know, it could be a sneaker commercial day, but but who knows? I'll tell you the thing that I thought about, because I know this story back of my hand, back of both of my hands. Herman's World of Sporting Goods. We went to Herman's World of Sporting Goods to pick up a pair of Puma Clydes, and I said it on social media. You posted the picture. Yeah, I treated those things like they were newborns. I don't know if I treated my kids when they were newborns the way that I treated those sneakers. I was so gentle. I promised my father they will never, ever hit concrete. And I will say this, that hasn't changed with today's kids. They're not going to wear their good basketball shoes outdoors. These were, there's my St. Clair CYO bag, and they will go in there. They'll get on when I'm on a court. They'll get off before I hit the street. Blue suede. Match the uniform. I went white after that, but it was the blue suede to start the No thing. blue yesterday for Raheem Morris had a fine tailored suit on, a black tailored suit, white shirt, and red tie as he met with the media yesterday. And we know he's trying to turn things around with his coaching record and with the Falcons. Six consecutive losing seasons, nine in the past 11. Here's Raheem Morris at the press conference yesterday with some words perhaps of encouragement. You know, and the clear-cut goal for us is obviously to win the South. And if you can win the South, you can qualify to get into the playoffs. If you can get to the playoffs, anything can happen. So you want to go out there and try to get yourself into those that mindset. Because like Terry mentioned, it's definitely a mentality for his every reality. And, and that's got to be the focus of all of us. And the last thing with that is, why not us? Why not? Exactly. Yeah, all right. You want a T-shirt? There it is. Why I say not? that every morning, Chris. Why, why not? not us? Yeah, why not? What it applies to with us, I don't know, but why I not? say it. Yeah, why not? Why not us? Why not us? I I wake up every day thinking the same thing. Why can't we be better? And I don't why know not? how to apply it, but yeah, I, I say it. Uh, the, only, it. the only thing I will disagree with is the, hey, if you win the South, I don't want to be a team where, hey, man, once I'm in, anything can happen. I want to be better than that. Look, San Francisco, we're an underdog. Except you were favored in 19 games this year. As in all 19 of them. 19 games. Every single one of them. Everybody plays the card. But you know what? I, I'd i like to get to the point where you're, you're in the playoffs. The ultimate goal is to not be a, a why not us team. Anything can happen in the postseason. The Chiefs don't play the, the Braves don't play the why not us once they get there. There's an expectation. So maybe I have to get through point A till I get to point B and C. I get his point. But I'd like it to be a tick better than that. I felt kind of bad yesterday after we were on with Chuck and Chernoff, the press conference. We more or less picked apart why Arthur Blank wasn't there. Was he really sick or not? We should have more or less focused on Raheem I, Morris I, being I, there. I read that. I, to me, I keep telling you, I don't care. There's stories. How did he get hired? What was the process? I'm interested in the business. No doubt about it. The business stuff is, quite honestly, almost every bit as interesting as the games. That's how I'm, I'm wired. Yesterday... Four times. Wait, I was in charge. But Arthur had the last. I get all that stuff. It's interesting. At the end of it, before we got out of this room, I don't care. I don't know if they're telling fables or not. 
I'm going to give you a story that's coming out of New York about what the Falcons did or didn't do and what happened. So collaboration was the word we kept hearing time and time again. Why do you think that word was maybe overused yesterday, but the way they're going about it, why do you think that is? Uh, Because everybody felt that Rich McKay was in charge and they wanted to move away from Rich McKay making any decisions. Here's what I Rich McKay was at the press conference yesterday, you know. Yeah. Sitting with the family of Raheem Morris. Okay. So he wasn't necessarily out of sight, out of mind. He He was a chaperone. Rich is still going to be around. He was a valet. I, I don't know what he was. He wasn't up at the podium. Here's the thing. Again, you can tell me any story you want. And then you know what you say? Let's all stick to the same story. The problem is sometimes guys slip up. Rich McKay hired me three. No, wait, it's four times. But wait, he didn't hire me here. I don't care. I really believe it's like Aesop's fables. Do what you want with them. Believe them, not believe them. There's moralistic plays in them. Uh, I don't care. Just I'm going to give him every shot. I feel... Not because he's an energy guy. You got to stop with that, too. We hired him because he's an energy guy. No, I'd like to think you hired him because you think he's the guy that's going to be the best CEO available. You can dis- I think Jim Harbaugh would have been the best hire. I'm not hiding that. I'm not about to. Now that he's here, you know, I'm a Raheem guy through and through. But I'm not going to sit here. You're not going to sit here. Nobody really should sit here and say it's going to work. It's not going to work. You can. Let it play itself out. But there's that moment where you go, okay, what are the conditions that you're saying that under? Jim Harbaugh would have been the one guy that I said. I think I even tweeted, okay, why not? Whoever they hired other than Jim Harbaugh, I was going to say, ask me why I think collaboration was the word. Why? Anti-Bill Belichick. It's the I, messaging was everything you heard about what Bill Belichick is and what he wants. He came in, Raheem Morris. I'm going to be the opposite of that. I want his input. I want her input. It's all our building. He went in with the exact opposite public persona of Bill Belichick. And it seems like it was love at first sight between Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris. Terry Fontenot said they met via FaceTime, but they felt like, you know, after a few minutes, they'd known each other a lot longer well, than yeah, that. It's, it's 11 days and it's cool to work with each other. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. It's cool to work with. You've never said it's cool to work with no, me. And I, in years. turn, have never said that about you. No, I don't feel that way. Why would it be cool? This is a business yeah, it's arrangement. It's pretty evident you don't feel that. This is a you business arrangement. You don't really need to voice it. Anyway, the point is, um, Terry Fano said when he was a scout with the Saints, he used to watch I know, video. I know. Again, when telling stories. Was they had to fill an the hour. They had to I, fill an hour. So you were just sitting around watching video of random coaches? I, I, sure he was. Okay. They were in the same division, so maybe that's why you were watching. This, if it's true, you know, they almost made it sound like, you know, it was swipe left, swipe right. Now, I don't know which one the good one is. They're Zoom calls, whatever they were. Then they said, oh, look, I'm interested. Let's meet. And now that they've met, whoa, we're exclusive. Let's do something. Let's put your picture. Let's put both of our pictures on yeah. Tinder and let's see how many people swipe. Which one is, is, I don't know. Which one is Tinder? I've never been on Tinder. That's where you swipe, right? Or left. I don't know. I, I'm not sure of all the names of why you're on there. Farmers this, uh, swingers that. Smells like a Mike Key contest. I'm not really sure. I think it is just something to meet people. I don't think okay. there's any. Oh, okay. There's any hidden agenda. Okay. On Tinder. Why don't I do this? Why don't I put a picture of Ryan Reynolds and say it's me, and let's see what happens. I think people will know it's Ryan Reynolds. Okay, you maybe, don't want to take somebody too famous. Maybe somebody less famous than Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. When when you show up, don't they realize? I'm not showing up anyplace. Huh? He's going to catfish him. People stab you in the heart. You show him. That's why he catfish him. See, you know, you're like, what happened? Oh, I don't know. He was on a date. 
This didn't go well. Maybe you then it. you're on Netflix. Yeah. Well, I'm not on Netflix. The story's, the story's yeah. on Netflix. Or Dateline. Nobody really knows what Jimmy Lake looks like, but we know he's going to call the defense. Zach Robinson, same deal there. CEO, Randy Morris. Um, well, the chief of staff yeah, yeah, it's is Steve Skarnackia. Mm-hmm. But the CEO, perhaps, is Raheem the, Morris. I'm going to say this, and this is not a knock. I think Steve Skarnackia would have been more interesting than what happened yesterday, only because, every, and I'm, I'm not saying this because it's a shot, that played out exactly in my head the way it was going to play out. Once I found out that Arthur Blank wasn't there. It was a letdown. It's upbeat, and it's, hey, man, it's good, and I like, listen, you and you, and he's you know friendly with the media, and I want you guys to all be in on this. It played out exactly the way that I thought it was going. And I'm, I'm not saying this to be disrespectful. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, perhaps uh, Joe Besser had to replace Shemp once he had a heart attack go ahead. and died. I, uh, go ahead. Let me, see. The three Stooges Let me run. see if I'm totally following this. Maybe it wasn't Joe Besser's fault, but Joe Besser wasn't Shemp, and he certainly wasn't Curly. And that's Greg Beatles yesterday. You were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. You're not Arthur Blank. It's not your fault. Yeah. You're just not Arthur Blank. Listen, I'm going to tell you where you're a little bit wrong on this. While it was a replacement, this wasn't Dick Sargent, Dick York. Like, nobody was trying to play the role of Arthur Blank. But I'm saying... He just was, oh, good, it's nice to meet you. Now I know who you are, and now you don't count. It's nobody's fault. And Greg Beatles is the president of the organization, but he's not Arthur Blank, the owner. You know, it might have been interesting. So there was they, luster again, uh, that was lost. They had an hour they had to fill it up, and, you know, it's cool, and I'm cool, and we dated, and whatever. It's a crapshoot. Wouldn't it have been interesting if somebody asked Greg Beatles, what does a president of an NFL team do? I, I don't, have no idea... Are you football ops? Like on a day are you where football ops, yeah. Greg Beatles. Are you? What's your decision making in football on a day where you're not having a press conference to announce a new coach? Like right. I, I don't know, a random Tuesday. Sure. What are you? What doing? are you doing? What does a president of a football team do? I'd like to. I'd Can I shadow you for a day, Mr. Beatles. Here's what I'm telling you, though. I said I think I said this yesterday on air. Might have been off. I looked at Greg Beatles and I, I realized you know his 20 year ascension, whatever it is. I could have done that. I'm not telling you I could have been the head coach. Uh, GM of the NFL, no. But this could GM have been you, you. You could have been a, a, an NFL president? Do, do I think I could have ascended? I watched Greg Beatles. Look, is he smarter than me? Sure. Uh, is he savvier? Probably not. Is he a street smart? I'm going to be honest, probably not. Uh, he probably is a better person than me. Well, you should have played your cards right then. But I do think that if Arthur, Arthur Blank, the first time I went to interview him at the house, if I would have said, hey, Arthur. That interview that ran on Fox Sports, now Bally's, over and over and over again, along with the Hank Aaron interview that yeah. you never got paid for, those two interviews. <laughs> I don't know where the Arthur one ran, but it was. Oh, it was all over the place. Yeah, yeah it was well, all he ran over. on Fox a lot. Yeah, was, he was in a house, and it was kind of like, it was obviously a nice house. But if I would have said, hey, Arthur, I'm thinking about changing. Maybe on the business side of this. Do I think in 20 years I could have been president in here? Yes. This guy welcomed you into his house, yeah. and that's how you talked to him a couple of weeks no, ago. No, no, no. I not, hope you're happy with yourself. I think it's an evolution of a relationship. Can I ask, which of you, which would have you been better at, uh, president of an NFL team or general manager of an NBA basketball team? Well, the NBA team? thing, I'd be living. I, I would have an incredible life as the NBA GM. Now, I will say the NBA GM probably can get you fired quicker than being the president of a team. I think you have more job security as president of the team. Oh, definitely, because yeah. no one knows what you do. Right. No one knows who you are. Right. I didn't know who Greg Beatles was until yesterday. I don't think Greg Beatles is picking a quarterback where if it doesn't work out again in two years, you go, fire Beatles. Yeah, the fan base happen. is going to be clamoring for the head of Greg Beatles. Anyway, we know that Jimmy Lake's going to his education. My guess you, is he was better than Middlesex County College, yeah. going back to Rutgers at 28, almost 29, 
Life College. I'd be willing to bet he didn't go to a chiropractic college or, or a community junior college. college. Yeah, I'd like so either. Junior I'll, I'll college, community college is one and the same. Jimmy Lake calls the defense. Zach Robinson calls the offense. According to Raheem Morris, here is Raheem on his coordinator. And Robinson, from my head and my experience, made a lot of sense. I was around the young Kyle Shanahan, and I saw him really develop and grow into this great play caller that we know that's playing next week. I was around Sean McVay when he was young, really young. And I watched him grow and develop into this great player that we know, play caller that we know. And I see him in the same light, right? I see him growing. I see him develop. And I see him bringing this timing and rhythm and this balance to our offense that we can have and go out here and play. And whatever it looks like, it's going to be fast. It's going to be with those, based on those pillars that we talked about earlier. And those are the things that really lit me up and made me ecstatic to have an opportunity to bring a guy like Zach Robinson to part of this. Collaboration and pillars. Didn't hear a At least word nobody swore like Dan Quinn yesterday. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'm looking at uh, Greg Beatles, though. I'm looking at his life. All right, you peruse Business that. acumen. Business acumen. He, came to, he, he went from an intern to a president. It took him 29 years, they say. I didn't have that kind of time. Although I'd been doing this 30. Maybe I did have that kind of Well, the, the issue is you would still be wanting to do this. Yeah, of course. So that I think that Arthur Blank would have told you you need to give up radio if you want to become a part of the Falcons organization. I don't want to get into this, but the uh, Smith family had a little interest. A couple of the uh, sons, lawyer friends. Again, who knows? It could have been Greg Beadle. But yet you're sitting with me. Yet I'm sitting here on an AM radio station. And that's 30 and, years later. And, of course, the, uh, the fan app. Oh. Here is uh, Raheem Morris on the quarterback and picking the right quarterback. When you get those guys that are elite processors, when you get those guys that are decision makers, when you get those guys that can just cut it loose and play ball and also play with those great fundamental techniques that we're talking about, the base, the balance, the short hitches in the pocket, some of those things, it, it makes you excited to go out there and find those things, right? Sometimes not easy to see, right? Obviously, you got to look at some college tapes. Sometimes you can see a little bit more free agency tapes. Sometimes you can visualize that thing, how you can trade. But you got all those windows out there. You got all those avenues. But I got a lot of confidence in the people that are going to be able to help me finding our next quarterback to, to move forward. Now, Adam Schefter did say that he believes the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams number one overall, so that would mean that Justin Fields will be dealt. Will he be playing for the Falcons next year? Will he open as the Falcons' starting quarterback, perhaps as they play in Brazil <gasps> against the Philadelphia uh, Eagles, which we'll get to a little bit later on? Yeah, sm- that could very well happen. I smell a poll question. It could happen. Who will be the Falcons' starting quarterback this year? You'll do your thing. You'll name three people, and then you'll put bologna sandwich. Or tomato. Yeah. I don't know what your fourth would be, but you would do it. But Justin Fields is probably going to be on the block, so just something to consider if you're a Falcons fan. Who said this? Adam Schefter. Yeah, okay. It's February, whatever it is. I know. Everybody knows everything. Go do your mock drafts. I'll put my money up again, $1,000. That's why I say they can't get eight of the first ten picks. I do it every year. I said Justin Fields could be on the trading block when all is said and done. What I do know is it's bongo time because the bongos mean headlines round these parts. That's true. What are the headlines? Well, a win and a loss for Trey Young last night. Your NBA minute happens around 1150. The commissioner of the NFL says this will happen over his dead body. I'll tell you about that at noon. And Thomas Dimitrov, as Domino said, will provide some information, insight into the hire of Raheem Morris. We'll talk some Super Bowl with him. He sent me a 42-page, Sumer Sports is what it is, a 42-page analytical breakdown of this Super Bowl. And we're going to cover all 42 head pages. One page at a time. And then some, as Thomas Dimitrov, the one-time Falcon GM, joins us at 1. Coming up, will this be the final year for Charlie Morton? He talks to Chris Domino about that and more next here on your Home of the Braves. Spring training right around the then we're going to be down there the week of the 19th. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Why do I think we're going to hear I'm playing basketball? I'm playing basketball. Y'all ready for this? Blue Jock Jams on a Tuesday. Domino, Cellini, the fans, 680 and 93.7 FM. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Our next platform question of the day. What was your first real pair of sneakers? Somebody said Keds. That moment is so sweet with those pro Keds on your feet. Pro Keds for all those moments you feel like a pro. Why I remember that, I don't know. They've all had... commercial when I was a kid. They've all had ups and downs. PF Flyers was a thing. If you're old enough, you'll remember. Uh, but Adidas had, has, has had up and downs. Uh, Ruse, the Walter Payton shoe. I don't know if they still exist. I don't think they Reebok's do. barely hanging on. Yeah, New Balance was... Oh, what is that? That's like a... Uh, what do they used to call that uh, That workout shoe? That What was that? Step aerobics. Oh, New Balance. Was that now? They're a huge running shoe. They got extremely popular with the running world. No, they're not cheap. I know that. And then Chuck Taylors were bought by Nike and then made cool again. There was a generation right before my kids that I think said, oh, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, probably about your age. Chuck Taylor became a thing. So Converse absorbed or was absorbed by Nike. Yeah. I remember those Nike weapon shoes, Mm -hmm. the bird, the magic. Yeah, a couple of people said that. Those are the heaviest sneakers in the history of sneakers. They were like wearing five-pound weights. On your feet. Puma came to Walt Frazier. They wanted to pay him. He was going to be... Now, the first guy, Chuck Taylor, who was not really a star, you know, the, the sneaker's name for him, you can't play basketball on those, except people did. Okay. Puma came to Walt Frazier and said, we want you, your image and everything else, in 73. He said, you've got to make a better sneaker. And they made a better sneaker that they could actually wear on the court. That was my first year. I was 10 years old. The Puma... He, he put his name on Pumas. And you tried to grow the afro... And yeah, I did. you certainly did. Bought a fur, fur coat. Wear the Pumas. And I stole a Rolls Royce. And I always had a hat on. A brimmed out hat. Because you went all in. Yeah. He was known as, by the way, Clyde because he had a lot of steals. Bonnie and Clyde. Clyde Barrow. Uh, and he, he was the epitome of style. You did not know that. I did not know. That's Google, why he's called Clyde Frazier. Google, Google right now, Walt Frazier Rolls Royce. And you will see the most pimped out human being in the history. It was from this area, by the way. And you know where Walt Frazier ended his career, don't you? Yeah. In the wine and gold of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. I'm just going to tell you what I know. Never happened. Yeah, he wasn't really that guy anymore. But it ends that way for a lot of people. Hey, uh, for over two decades, you've helped us make a dramatic difference in the lives of those affected by blood cancers, and we're doing it again. Since 2001, we've done the Strikeout Leukemia and Lymphoma Radiothon, doing it Friday 
February the 16th from Beaver Toyota in coming. For more information or how to make your donation and incentive items as well, go to 680thefan.com. As we said, Thomas Dimitrov going to join us at 1. Charlie Morton, uh, the I, veteran, is back for another year. Can and I set were, this up? Yes, you sat down with Charlie Morton at Braves Fest. There was, it, it was about a 20-minute sit-down, and we're going to hear about 10 minutes. We'll go to the back end of it because we did talk about, you know, spring training and all that stuff. And then kids, he's got he's got four kids between five and ten. But he also at one point earlier talked about his social awkwardness and how his career in the minors was not trending to be a guy who at 40 is not only pitching. He's making 20 million dollars this year. But you'll hear him talk a little bit about who he was, how it came to this and what he believes the future could hold. So here's Chris Domino and Charlie Morton. Well, so when I was my kid's age, uh-huh. I didn't have a problem, like, just talking to people. Maybe if, if it was somebody that, like, say if I was maybe uh, scared of an outcome where I got rejected or something like that, where there, were, there was some weight to it. But I wasn't scared of just, like, hey, you know, my name's Charlie. Right. Like, but it was more, like, you know, the fear of failing. And if there was there was some something on the line, um, so were you surprised you became an athlete to the level you did? If that was sort of hanging there for that time, no, because I think it's I think deep down that's where you find it. You don't find it on the surface level. You know, hey, is this guy? Uh, is it awkward for him to say hi to somebody? I think you find it in the depths of yourself. I don't think it's, and, and the the thing that the, the the challenge is though is like with a with a professional organization is like how long are we going to wait to see if yeah. this guy has it or not yeah. or she has it? Like it's not, um, because it's not it's not it's not like a, everybody's not an open book. It's no, like, but it's a turn and burn world. They're drafting a lot of people to to come take the job too. I mean. It's it's yeah. again the expression hard to get here harder to stay. Well, I had that dis- I had the discussion with the with the guy who plays with the with the Falcons uh, a couple of days ago. We were talking about quarterbacks, and I was like, man, you know, I was like, what uh, what do you what do you got? Like, what's it what's it like being in, in the league with as a quarterback? Because it's like you got a pipeline coming through college, and they're turning out how many guys? And there's only so many starting spots. You take a starting spot, and and you don't you don't run with it. What happens? It doesn't go to the third string guy. No, it goes to the guy that's coming out of college. That's it. Right. Whereas here, there's so many at, at least before when there was when each organization organization had five or six affiliates right and it was like you have enough opportunity um to fail Mm -hmm. and you can get sent up by the way 25 years old now is old 25 years old didn't used to be old in this game in any game right but if you're not doing it at 21 people are sort of looking at you side eye why aren't you picking this up why aren't you better at this right which is kind of crazy to me yeah well i i i have my own theories about that but um it's you. You can still fail. You can still fail. I mean, you it might not. You might not be the breakout rookie of the year guy, yeah. but you could still fail. Whereas in in the NFL or or something like you know the NBA, it's like man, you're you're already they're already expecting that you're pretty well developed right. by the time you take the yeah. ball. And they know your name quickly. There's yeah. minor leagues where people don't know the names. You have a chance to do it. Yeah, at a pace. Yeah, as opposed had, to that. Yeah, I mean, I had a five ERA in the minor leagues. Yeah. And then I had a six, seven ERA in the big leagues for the first three. Did years. you think, by the way, it was done? No. Were you were you sure were you sure they were going to give you the baseball the next year? Uh, I knew that when I went to the Pirates because of the situation mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh at the time that I was going to get opportunities and that the the this was this was around the same time where pitch effects was was okay a thing, and um, 
it, where you could actually quantify what what good stuff what that even meant. It wasn't just about the radar gun, even though I threw fairly hard. It was it was about movement. Uh, it was about stuff, and so you could quantify stuff. So I was able to 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 look and see. You know, there's here's there's data here. Uh-huh. It's like, and that's why the pirates I think stuck with me because they around the same time they were a little bit more savvy with okay. the analytic yeah. stuff, I, and I, mean, I think I, that's why. Yeah, and and two because they weren't really developing their own guys, yeah. and they it was it was like at best the kind of guys that they were getting were guys like me. They were they were higher ceiling guys that hadn't really figured it out. When you look and say you got data. Uh, I know now with this, was it I can get guys out more consistently? Is there something that triggers in you that you go, oh, wait, hold on. This says that I could be doing better, and it's a way to quantify it. It's a, it's a potential. Okay. It's a potential. Uh, it's a way of determining potential. So, like, I mean, if nothing else. I, if I go out and I give up six runs, it's like, well, at least my sinker was running this and sinking this, mm-hmm. and I there like I'm just doing it wrong. I'm just using my pitches wrong, whether I'm I'm tipping or I'm not sequence. Yeah, sequence location. But if you put my stuff, pure stuff, up against this guy or that guy, I can still in a vacuum. I can still. Mm-hmm. So there's there's other variables there that I can improve on. Whereas if you if you go out and you, you stink and you and you look at your stuff and you're like, this stinks, you're like, there's not much hope for me. There's just not. I mean, realistically, there's just not. I was somewhere in between that. Did you ever think at 30 you'd be, I don't know what it would have been, I'll just say selling insurance on how it started. Did you think at 30 I'm going to be doing something else for a living? I think that then when we talked about like just being something deep down i think deep down i thought i knew that there was much better inside myself than what i was doing if i would have told the five era guy in the minors the six era guy in the majors you're going to be standing game clinching game sevens the ball is yours and people are really happy the ball is yours what would you have said the minor league guy i would have said uh I would have said absolutely not, because um, I'm like, dude, if I can't get out 19, 20 year olds in in high A, <laughs> there's no way someone's giving me the ball in the big leagues. Let alone, like I remember getting a, I remember get, coming in out of the bullpen in Double A. We were in Montgomery. I was pitching against the Biscuits. I'm with, I think Phil Wellman was the was the coach that told me he was managing, and he was in that year 07. That was the Chattanooga Lookouts incident with the grenade toss right. with the with the thing. <laughs> With the rosin bag? Classic. Yeah. So I remember, I, I literally remember coming in, and we were Montgomery, and I came in, I, I, threw, I was coming out of the bullpen, and he looked at me, and he's like, he's like, nice job, you're going to be in the big leagues. You're going to be in the big leagues soon, sooner than later. And, like, I'd never even thought of it that way. I had a really important conversation with my pitching coach that year, too, earlier in the year, uh, Derek Patello. And Bo, he looked at me at one point, and I think he just saw how I was conducting myself on a day in day out basis, and he was like, "You need to figure out. You need to decide what you're doing, because you're you have to decide what you're going to be. Because if you don't, uh, essentially, like fate's going to dictate that for you, and you have to decide: are you are you going to be a major league pitcher? And I never thought about I, th- I never thought of it that way. Because to me, the, when you're when you're drafted at 18, 
and you're pitching against guys that are just like you. Like you thought you were special. Right. Like you thought you were like I was the best pitcher in my state, at least high school pitcher. I get drafted. I'm six four one ninety. Like I'm not going to the big leagues. I'm six four one ninety. You know, and like, and you're literally telling me you're drafting me because of my potential and what my frame could become or whatever. And you're not thinking that. You're not thinking this is big league material where now, like, you're like, if you're 20, 21 years old and you get drafted, you're like, I could legit be in the big leagues in a year or two. Whereas at the time, the big league seemed so foreign to me and so far away that I would never have had that mentality. So if you, you told me, you know, that, that kid in, you know, in, in Myrtle Beach, I was getting shelled. Neil Walker, Neil Walker hit a, hit one off the the, sh- the shed, the, the clubhouse in the right field off of me, off the roof. And like out of five, you know, so no, no, sh- no shot. This guy's getting the big leagues, All right. let alone pitching so games. I, here's the thing. I won't finish up. And thank you for your time. Was there ever a chance that you were not going to pitch this year with your family situation? You like your family. You liked your life there. Um, I thought, like, if somebody would have said, hey, $5, what do you think? I said, Charlie's done at the end of this year. I would just, Because I just know enough that he enjoys his family. Yeah. He's done what he has probably wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I would have thought that man's going to go enjoy his kids. I think I've had, I think I've had the could-retire mentality for the past four or five years. Um, I don't think, though, that I've had the... Uh, ready to retire mentality up until pretty recently whereas it's like if i did retire like i am a hundred percent good with it uh-huh. whereas before i think i was like yeah would you have been were you nervous that in may you would have been looking around the house crazy crap is going on it's a carpool day tomorrow like were you a little bit nervous that in may you'd be oh like the transition? Yeah. Like, or like no. you just be, but it's May and you go, I, I, I still had something left on the bone. I, I still had, I think that I'd like to get guys out tonight. If I stay healthy, if I stay healthy, I think I could probably pitch for another four or five years. I don't know if I could start, be a starter, okay. but I could get people out. I don't know if in what role, but I could probably do it somewhere. What, what would your wife say if she said that out loud to her? I think that she knows that, but at the same time, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. I don't think. I mean, like, there's. I'm gonna wake up if I if I make it to 70. I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna I'm gonna hear it. I'm gonna hear the crowd. I'm gonna smell the grass. I'm gonna hear the crack of the bat and the the crack the pop of the glove. And I'm gonna hear the fans, and I'm gonna remember that, just like anybody else that's ever done anything mm-hmm. that they love doing. Yeah. Well, listen. I look forward to seeing you down in spring training. Thanks, I know you got to go. They're gonna run you around. Uh, hopefully, we get a chance to sit down again. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Anytime. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks. All right. There's Domino and Charlie Morton at Braves Fest. Pretty honest, pretty blunt assessments of where he is and how much longer he thinks he can pitch. But will his family sign off on that? It's tough to give that up. Yeah. Well, you have to. It's Again, I'll go back because we had it on the air. Jeff Francoeur. I don't know if I'm going to go down. A minor league contract. You know, they're not signing me to a major league deal. I said, so I think they had two kids at the time. I said, you're going to be sitting on opposite ends of the room. You're going to hold a kid. Your wife's going to hold a kid. It's going to be May. And you're going to be pissed. You're going to be pissy because you don't know. I could still do what I could have hit. So go down to spring training. Give it your best. If you don't make the team, at least you live with it. If you do, you get to be extended as a major league player, and your wife is cool with that. It's not like she's saying, just give it up. Because that will always be in the back of your mind. That's never going to go away. I love what he said about being 70. He tells me he's thought about the game and what it's, what it's afforded him and why he's like. But I'm telling you this, the part that you didn't hear, 
He comes out and says, I'm socially awkward. We talked about, again, going to a bouncy house party for an 8-year-old. What happens? Do people want to talk shop with you? He's thoughtful. Like, again, there are some people that don't like it. It's long. He's, he's, he's got more pause in him than other people. But it's not, it's not because he's, he's, not, he's not a good talker. He just doesn't want to he's answer very deliberate the question without With how he answers it. everything. Yeah. And I understand social awkwardness. Believe me. I you, understand that. you imagine? you got a 5 ERA and he says that I can't get out 19-year-olds. i got a 6 ERA when I come up to the majors. That's what the Braves. And he remembers a Neil Allen home run in the minors because he's like, what the hell am I going to do? I'm 6'4", 190. Wasn't thinking about going to the majors. He's a, it's in, and, and at 40 years old, he's making $20 million this year. And it wasn't pretty for a long time. And no. then he found oh, himself no. once he left. Had to go to Pittsburgh. The Braves the first time. Had to go to Pittsburgh. It's not working here. Pittsburgh was going to give him the ball every fifth day. That was not going to happen here or some other places. Just one of them things. Just one of them things. And if you didn't make it to Braves Fest and you missed some of these interviews, they're all up at 680thefan.com slash bravesfest. You can also tap the app or search 680thefan on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and, of course, uh, Roku. Before we do uh, today in Braves history, oh. um, wanted to mention the fact that the fine folks over at Petcoa say the Braves have the best chance of going to the World Series at 18.7%. The Dodgers right behind at just over 17%. I have an 18-year-old daughter who knows nothing. If I called her right now, put her on the air without setting it up, she would tell me Braves Dodgers. That's what she would tell me, Braves Dodgers. She probably would. Yeah. She probably would. So so Petcoa. Okay, interesting. All right, everybody, I'm glad they're all working. What is speculation to reality today is uh, February the 6th. Let's talk about some things on this date in Braves history, brought to you by the fine folks across the street over at Truist. On this date in 1895, Babe Ruth, perhaps you've heard of him, is born in Baltimore, Maryland. One of the, what, probably one of the 10 most important people of the 20th century. If you really think about it. If you knew nothing about nothing, you know the name Babe Ruth. Right. And then if you get into Never mind baseball. You knew nothing about nothing. You knew Babe Ruth. Right. And why did baseball become popular? In large part because an oversized guy who hit home runs in New York City. Probably what... Now, again, I'm not telling you he's MacArthur. I am telling you, though, in terms of social-ish icons of the 20th century, Babe Ruth is really up there. On this date in 1956, Dodgers owner Walter O'Malley promises to buy $4 million in bonds in support of the Wagner-Cashmore plan to build a $30 million sports center in downtown Brooklyn. What happened with that? How did that fall through? Because uh, we know it didn't work out. Well, then they told him, oh, not there. Maybe we'll send you to Long Island. He goes, no, I'd rather be in Brooklyn. And there was talk where Shea Stadium ended up. But I think what it was is the, the politicians then got involved down the hall. But sometimes it's as simple as the politicians got And when you say down the hall, you mean Atlanta's only conservative news talk station, Extra 106.3, with Tug and Lose and Rhino in the morning. You've got Pete Davis and the Kimmer in the afternoon and a lot of stuff you'll be interested in in between. And I I don't know if you know this on that station. I have a Wayback Machine so they can actually talk to the politicians from the Brooklyn area in 1956. How special that was happening. That network is over there. Down the hall. Down the hall. 
Well, we said that already. Wear Ted, a mask. Ted yeah. Williams, I don't know if he ever wore a mask, but he did sign a one-year deal. I saw him in a plane. Well, there you go. You know why? Because altitude. Right. Got a he mask had to. Well, he had to speak to his other pilots. He signed a one-year deal in 58 with the Red Sox between 135000 and 150000 which was outlandish. Completely outlandish back then. He's so He's going to bankrupt the game. He's so done. He's old. All right. Again, they, they should have paid him more just because he actually did what he did in two wars. Sometimes things don't happen as planned. Case in point, 1968. By the way, Vietnam was still on his horizon. Mm-hmm. So think about that. 1968 on this date, voters in King County, Washington, where Seattle is, approve a $40 million bond issue to build a domed multi-purpose stadium. We had to wait until all the way to 1976 before the American League did grant that new expansion franchise known as the Mariners and the Seattle Mariners began play in 1977. So the Kingdome, yeah. you know, ground was broken. In the beginning, it was all good. Then it was broken itself. They broke ground and then the building got broken. And if you don't remember, some people might not. Just It was just falling down mm-hmm. as people were in it. Yeah, it was crumbling. Peace here, peace there. Like Stegman was for a while. Yeah, you know what? I think I think something fell off the roof. Might be a fair analogy. Yeah, it might right? be. Could be. So those are some of the things that happen on this date in baseball history. Also, uh, want to remind folks that you get a chance to go take a great vacation, and the locker room was just there, and you can be a part of it as well. And we're talking about the trip to uh, Sandals Duns River in uh, Jamaica, any of those Sandals resorts there in Jamaica. You got to listen for the sounder. All week, and that's the cue to call, 404-231-1680. During the locker room between 6 and 10. Call now. I don't think we can help you. You can't call if you want to. Say hello to Adam. Tell him you'd love to go to Sandals. 404 in Duns River. If you call between 6 and 10, you are entered, and they will announce five winners next week. Got to be 21 or older and a legal resident of Georgia to enter and to win. A win and then a loss. For Trey Young yesterday. Hmm. Start the clock. Your NBA minute is next here on Domino and Cellini. It's the fan 680 and 937 FM. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. What was your first real pair of sneakers? Why do I think we're going to hear I'm playing basketball? I'm playing basketball. Chilini, the fan, 680, the 93.7 FM on a soon-to-be Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for taking...
taking the time to listen. Dan Quinn works blue in the nation's capital. We'll get to that a little past the top of the hour. Show of honesty? Yeah. I know we only got a second here. I just got a very thing on my email from the postmaster. Yeah? It tells me my quota is 100%. I can't send, Uh I can't get. Is that bad? So your emails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My That's alarming. You may want to start deleting some of the emails. Yeah, I know. That's what I have to Which I think doing. we've told you for the last 10 years. Damn. Maybe now. But what if I'm going to read some of these? You'll listen. Uh, well, maybe read them and delete them right now. The Clippers delivered <laughs> last night a lot of points. They beat the Hawks by a final of 149 it's, it's to just, 144. It's just insane. I mean, they take it to another it's level. Just we've said it a billion times about the Hawks' lack of defense. Only the Wizards have allowed more points this year. And if they keep this up, the Hawks, it's going to be the Hawks allowing the most points. Okay. They will and surpass the Wizards. And break it up. If you give up 149, quite honestly, everybody should go. Somebody over there must be saying, hey, man, just, just a hand in his face. And there were four-point plays last night, too. Uh, there were. Now, the Harden four-point play, Trey was playing good defense. I mean... Right. He threw it up from the right wing, and he banked it in. Uh-huh. There's not much Trey Young can do there. You can't blame him for that. And Trey Young, I said it was a loss last night, but a win for him earlier in the day as he was named the Eastern Conference Player of the Week oh, as he averaged oh. 31 points, 11 assists, and almost two steals per game. Put that on his basketballreference.com. Don't put the all-star thing, which is ridiculous. Just put he was Player of the Week one week in February of 2024. So they're in Boston tomorrow, and then the trade deadline is Thursday. Turn off the GPS and let Domino take the wheel. It's a drive around the sports world presented by Marietta Toyota. At Marietta Toyota, every new Toyota includes our nationwide lifetime powertrain warranty. Family owned and operated since 1975. Stop in for a test drive or visit MarietaToyota.com. It's better in Marietta. All right, I'm going to let you hear something Boomer size and said. And I'm a little bit surprised it didn't make a little bit of a bigger deal. And maybe because it came out, I think think after the press conference yesterday when Arthur Blank eventually speaks to the media he is going to have to answer to something that a guy on the radio Boomer Esiason former football player who still has his tentacles out there so he has sources wait till you hear what he says because I think I heard yesterday it was unanimous they all wanted Raheem Morris I think I heard that at one point it was unanimous they wanted Raheem Morris not according to Boomer Esiason kind of we'll get to that in a second uh first of all do you remember this I want everybody to look at me. I'm going to pass this to coin after I say one thing. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. How many people want to eat a W tonight? I'm going to eat a W. James Winston back when he was with Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Talking about eating a W. But he spoke about that. And he said, no, no, no. Don't you guys know? Look at my last name. The first four letters are wins. Okay. This is, again. That doesn't explain anything. Doesn't explain nothing. but, But that's why... I don't know. We're going to eat a win. We're going to eat wins. Look at my name as Winston. I, I I don't know. With all due respect, I know you can throw a football pretty well. I can't have it. It's just another reiteration. You know what he should have said? Hey, man, I was just goofing. I was just goofing. Wouldn't that be a better answer at this point? Yes. As you're trying to find a job. and Just, just throw yourself on the yeah. sword. <laughs> you hear what Patrick Mahomes said? Uh... He might play into his 40s. Why to chase Tom Brady's Super Bowl record? I ain't scared. Uh, yeah, he ain't scared. He said, you know, oh, like the Andy Reid thing. What if you win the Super Bowl, Patrick? Do you think you're going to retire? No, that's an Andy Reid conversation. He also said, I'm not talking about my father. It's a private family well, we have, matter. Yeah, we'll, we'll hear that coming up in a little bit. Okay. How he 
sort of did what he was supposed to do because he did get asked about his dad. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Would you rather have Chris Jones or would you rather have Kirk Cousins? With everything else well, that's in play right now. Chris Jones is question. a hell of a defensive lineman. So I'll take Chris Jones playing next to Grady Jarrett if he's healthy. Because again. then what you do is draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback. Yes. The reason I say it is there's talk that Kirk Cousins... One group said three-year, $100 million deal to come play for the Falcons. The same group of people said four years, 115 to go to the Texans for Jones. I ask you, would you like either the eighth pick or Justin Fields and then sign Chris Jones or sign Kirk Cousins? Um, I would trade for Justin Fields okay. and sign Chris Jones. All right. That's what I would do, well, there you go. personally. Uh, oh, by the way, Patrick Mahomes' dad, he is allowed to travel. The judge did say there's not a travel ban on where he can go. A little easy? Like, three DUIs. Shouldn't I have some restriction on and he's, you? he's facing, like you said yesterday, up yeah. to 10 years in prison if he's convicted. So I don't know. It's, it's not something that seems like a good idea having him there. All right. I'm going to bring this up, then we're going to play a couple of more pieces of sound. Are the NFL sound? Yeah, I'm going to do the boomer size. Let me All do right, let, let, i got to do that here. you got to do it here. All right. Do it here. Go ahead. Knock I it out. Any. Let me do this first, though. You know what's crazy? You know what the DeBartolo rule is? Like, you and I are old enough to know. What's the Eddie DeBartolo rule? Um, you can't really circumvent the cap by paying people under the table, paying for vacations. Right. So you people, know, things like that. When they won a Super Bowl in 89, here's what happened. He said, I'm not going to give you the rings at next year's game. We're going to all go to Hawaii. I'm going to give you the rings. And the NFL said, oh, no, you can't do that because now you're circumventing the cap. You're giving extra added benefits. It's like NIL. Well, no, you know <laughs> we what's don't crazy? Have time for this. Think about this. What's crazy is in college, you could do whatever you want. The NFL still has a DeBartolo rule. It's crazy. All right. It's crazy. Um, it's insane, I tell you. Brad Holmes, the Lions GM, he wants you to know something because you might be apt to say something, but this man wants you to know. What I want to tell really our fans is look, it's only going to get better, okay? We're only going to get better, all right? I don't want anybody to think that this was a, a one shot Cinderella magical journey that just happened. No, it's real, all right? This is exactly what it was supposed to happen. And I understand that based on history from what's happened in the past, like, I understand you have a season like this. It's easy to feel like this was kind of a, a one-shot, magical, lucky, uh, cute story, cute which story. I'm tired of hearing. Still hearing. Uh, it's, it's, it, it, was, it was none of that. It's, we'll it's easy to think that. Yeah. We'll see. Well, he basically said, you, you think this is going to go, well, this is just the beginning. He doesn't know, but that's what he had to do. Right, I'm being told by the boss break. on the other side of the glass. We have to take break, a break. The Boomer Asai is in Falcon story. We'll have that You're when gonna we You're going to want to listen to this. Let's go. The Falcons open the season in Brazil. Into the red zone we go next. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue Certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford Factory Certified Used Car Outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. 